fucking crazy how we turn horses into glue, right? Not really. How? I mean, I don't think so. But the fact that we can take an animal and just make it sticky. Well, I mean, you can make most things sticky. I'm talking about you kill the horse and you make it into that. Imagine being born a horse. And, you know, you might be a racehorse or something like that. And your sole purpose in life is to race and to run. Yeah. And then you get retired at like three years old. Okay. And then it's like, well, you did so good in the races. Now we're just going to make you fuck. Like breed it? Yeah, we're just going to breed the hell out of you. Okay. And then once you're done, or if you break a leg, your ass is getting put in a preschool. And your the sole purpose of you now is to help little kids put shitty pictures on a piece of paper. You know, that really is a hard fall from grace. It really is. <laughs> you go from trying to race your heart out, being an athlete, to being a whore, and then you have one mess up. Maybe you tweak your hip wrong. You get fucking shot, and then you're in a preschool. I feel like that's the, the terrible demise for a lot of Olympic athletes. They get turned into glue? Yeah, not glue necessarily, but, you know, they just end up dead, not doing shit, and all their money just goes back to a corporation. Yeah. Or, you know, you end up like, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, but she gets paid to exist. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Evolution <laughs> Failed Us podcast. Starting off strong, starting off fucked. Per I usual. It. I love par, it. Par for the course. Okay, so I got a little bit of news for everybody. And for once, it's not corona-related. Thank fuck. So we all know the infamous porn star Mia Khalifa, right? It's not... Okay. You know her. Don't deny it. You know her. You've seen it. You've seen all of it. I've seen all of it. I'm sure there's a lot of girls listening to this that have seen all of it. And there are for sure every guy that listens to this has seen all of it. Okay? (laughs) She is still one of the big... I looked it up the other day because I got curious. She is still one of the top 10 porn stars in the industry right now and has not made a video in seven years. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. <gasps> so her, her shit all blew up by mistake. But what's wild now is that, you know, seven years later, she there's a petition out to be signed to take all of her old pornos down. Like her and her fan base... Well, really her fan base created it is a petition online, I assume, change.org, to get all of her old pornos taken down. Because, I mean, she's not making any money off of it. But, like, that is just the craziest shit to me. Hmm. You'd think most of her fans would just be people that have jerked off to her several times over. What, what, does, she, what does she even do now? <clears throat> Honestly, I have no idea. I think she's some kind of, like, pseudo-celebrity. She's, like, tons shit ton of followers on instagram and snapchat and stuff outside of that i have no idea i think she has like a law degree or some shit so like something she can actually like work with (laughs) she has okay yeah i mean she did all her porn in college just for some extra cash and now she's one of the biggest porn stars by complete accident that's crazy as shit right that's the honestly it's kind of mind-blowing it's insane and like she's not getting paid for any of it anymore so i kind of don't blame her for wanting it all taken down yeah that's fair but, like, I, I saw that petition, it just blew my fucking mind. I don't think I've ever heard of, I mean, I guess she's not really a porn star, but, like, you know, someone who didn't, did porn purposely wanting all their shit taken down. Yeah. That's crazy. Speaking of petitions, I saw one uh, through a TikTok. 
he made a video this this creator made a video prior to this one that i saw that was um gen z or millennials or whatever the fuck it was we're so fucking outrageous and we'll just post shit posts basically yeah and we like what if we actually tried to make a change out of that so he made a petition to change the american flag to instead of the 50 stars it's manny from diary of a whippy kid and instead of you know, red stripes with the white, it's yellow stripes. Yeah. And then changing the national anthem to black and yellow by, <laughs> by Wiz Khalifa. You know what? I'm with that. <laughs> send send me a link. I'll sign that uh, look, immediately. I, I'll see if I can't pull it up. That shit was so... No, not Instagram. That shit was so fucking funny. I'm pretty sure it's got one and a half million signs mm-hmm. on the petition. That's amazing. You know what else needs a million and a half signs? All the petitions for police reform. Fuck the cops. Look, here it is. Everybody go sign. That's incredible. <laughs> I'd salute to that. It's insane. I, I want to see if I can't find it on change. That's true. Oh, there it is. That is truly the change America needs right now. Oh, they're almost at one and a half million. They're at 1,115,530 at the time of reading this. That's incredible. Yeah. Gen Z. It was Gen Z. While we're talking about petitions, I'd also like to say everybody go out there and sign all the petitions you can to help change America right now. It's voting season. Do that as well. I think the primaries are over, but do what you can. We got this. (laughs) Anyway, back to the show. So that's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw that and I like freaked out. I was was in tears laughing over it. I dig it though. I mean, we're already a laughing stock as a country, so why not just push the boundary a little further? (laughs) Yeah. There. you know speaking of gen z too like like i don't really know where we fall generation wise because if you're talking about purely our birth date mm-hmm. then millennial well see like we're right there in that cusp and you know there's no clear indicators on generation like when one ends and when one begins yeah it's all kind of like this is the general range at which it shifts mm-hmm. and so it's like we kind of play we're kind of placed right there between the back end of the millennials and the beginning of Gen Z. So I That's why we were the guinea pigs of our of our schooling. Of our yeah, classes all the way through school. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like is this gonna work for the new kids or not? Chances are, yeah, it is, but we're all gonna be fucked in the meantime. Which is great. But it God, it's so fucking weird. Something about being in that cusp makes our lives just so different. Because it's like, we, we weren't this entirely enthralled, technology-based generation, like the kids coming up are now. Like, my niece is two, and she knows how to work a fucking iPad. My dumbass couldn't have done that at two years old. Yeah. And I don't think you could, I don't think most of us could have done that at two years old. I don't think I remember how to properly use my thumbs at two years old. It, exactly. And then there's, like, old people that don't know how to use that shit. Which, given they're older than millennials, but still... But then you'll listen to, like, my parents are technically still millennials because they're not that much older. Like, they kind of, like, eased their way into technology as it got brought up, and so did I. Yeah. But then there were, like, a bunch of kids around my same age that knew how to do fucking everything on a computer. Like, that's how they grew up with. I remember fifth grade, people were talking about for projects, hey, let's do a PowerPoint. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck's a PowerPoint? <laughs> At 10 years old, I had no idea what the hell it was, and that's common base for fucking first graders to use now for presentations. It's it's definitely weird because the way that we grew up, we grew up playing outside when we were kids, 
and then by the time that Mostly. we were like 11 or 12 you know we probably had a computer in the house like personally i constantly was outside playing around but i remember having a computer in the house too but i didn't use it to go on the internet i didn't use it to do any of that i played like the little the pinball game that was on the computer at the time or back when like cd games were still a big thing we would put those in and we would play them see like i never even had my first computer till i was 15 oh really yeah so it's fucking crazy like my grandparents had one i'd fuck around with it sometimes but outside of that like i just until i was 14 i never had an ipod a smartphone a computer none of that like i had a video game console and that was about the most technologically advanced thing i had so it's like being right and i mean that could just be you know economic factors playing a part with my broke ass parents but whatever you know that's a different story but you still experienced a bunch of common out, childhood outside things. yeah well common for us common for us yeah for like i mean like i mean back then you drive down the road and you would see kids playing in the yard all the time yeah now i think that's a little more rare like you'll see now kids. that's a lot more rare there's a lot of times that i'm driving somewhere and i don't see a single person yeah because everybody's inside on their phones or in tv and like kids will play indoors now exactly or even like you know if they go to each other's house they're all sitting on the same console or have brought their consoles over or just you know hanging out on their phones it's weird or fucking making tiktoks yeah all the time and those things are being made inside yeah well yeah most of them it really is just a weird thing right there between that gap and i because of how much technology has advanced what's also weird now is since we're on the subject of technology and that all that kind of shit it's funny to see the people in public who do like vlogs or stuff like that because you're talking to people that aren't in the same place as you are you're talking to people who are watching you go somewhere that they want to go yeah and they'll have like their phone or even like a whole ass camera set up with just them on right them and not like you're not talking to the to the person who's vlogging you're not talking to the people around you you're not sharing the experience with the people around you not you're, commonly you're sharing it with the internet yeah. which is crazy because there's no telling where all those people are it's 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 weird and fascinating at the same time and they're living vicariously through you yeah like is a real it's it's a bonkers ass thing. It is <laughs> to think about. I mean, like I know I did a lot of times. Like I didn't watch a whole lot of vlogs, but the ones I did, you know, pretty fucking interesting shit. See, I just never really got into vlogs. If I was watching something, like a lot of time, I'll watch someone play like a video game or something like that because I'm either interested in the video game or I just like the person's personality enough in order to actually sit down and just hear them talk about things because they don't always talk about the gameplay or aspects of the video game that they're playing. They talk about, you know, personal life. They'll interact with the people who are watching them. And if they ask a question that's not related to whatever it is, they'll talk about it. They'll answer it and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's more so you're getting, you're becoming friends with a person that probably doesn't even know you exist. You're getting acquainted with someone who you will probably never meet in your entire life. Or even like talk to. It's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking weird. It, <laughs> The internet has made this bonkers, sur almost surreal reality. This seems like it should be totally fake into something entirely real. And the thing is, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, we're communicating. We're talking We're talking to each other, but we don't know who all is listening to us talk. I mean, mostly family and friends, but... Well, yeah, we know, we know <laughs> some people who are I mean, listening, but... But, like, seriously, outside of that, like, you know, the range it reaches. Yeah. 
is weird. And I just want everybody out there to know we're doing this for you. I want to get very intimate with each and every one of you. So I'm going to throw a block party. I don't know where yet, but it'll come. You'll know. You'll know. And it's going to be a bottomless party. Uh Uh-huh. So no bottoms. No one's allowed to wear bottoms. What the fuck? Everything hangs free. I don't like this. Male, female, I don't care. (laughs) Everything's out. Can we move on? Yeah, sure. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To break them out of a fucking trance or something. I'm sorry. I was trying to get intimate with our listeners. I want them to know just how much I care about them. Well, no, we're moving on, but that's a whole other topic that we've already talked about and we're going to move on. Anyway, what what is a whole other thing? About getting intimate with viewers. You mean like talking to them the way I just was? Very sensually and slow? Or like actually like fucking your listeners? Yeah, but... Are you fucking listeners? (laughs) Are you fucking listeners, Trace? No. Are you out here in these streets? No. Do you belong to these streets like these hoes? No. Alright. I'm just checking on you. (laughs) I gotta make sure you're (laughs) alright. I'm fine. Gotta make sure you're not out here. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) I mean, we have talked about selling you before for some extra cash. You have talked about selling me before. It was open dialogue between the two of us, but yes, it was mostly me telling you I'm going to sell you. Yes, I know. <laughs> but I'm just making sure. You sh- told me that you were going to sell me off to some European, like, cougar. Yeah. And make hella money. <sighs> you're gonna, and I wasn't going to say you use to- me as a puppet and exploit me for my body. You're basically going to sex traffic your best friend. I'm going to pimp you out. <laughs> Jesus. I no, see nothing not. wrong with it. I do. We both get paid. I don't give a fuck. We actually get paid a shit ton that we can then funnel back into the podcast. Or if, you know, things go awry, my bank account, then I'll send up some fund in your name to support sex workers. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? You know, that's another crazy thing is just how much money people make off sex work. Like legitimate sex yeah, work. I, like I was about to say, are you talking about legally or no? Well, I don't. I don't know how much of it's legal, honestly. <laughs> like, is having an OnlyFans legal? Yes. If it wasn't, then it wouldn't be such a big thing. But I mean, like, there. How do <laughs> I want to know how an OnlyFans works? It's like, a, it's a monthly subscription. Like, do you sign? No, I know that. I'm talking about from the person produ- producing the content to put out on OnlyFans. Like, how do you get paid? How do you get your money? Like, do you have? It's probably like do a- you paypal thing do you feel like fill out independent tax forms oh i don't know about the the whole you know get a w-2 from selling like that's what is on the internet but that's what i want to know i don't, I don't like know. how do you how do you make money off of your only fans I don't, I don't know if anyone has an only fans like tell us but yeah like i know we, like we have some listeners one of y'all gotta have a fucking only fans let us know or have at least like looked into it all our d <laughs> All our DMs are open. Avery wants to know. He's trying to start up a new business. Yeah, I am. All these girls are making money off of it. Why can't I make money off of it? Because they're, like, good looking. Well, then they shouldn't body shame me. Somebody wants to look at this. Damn it, I'm tired of these double standards. (laughs) Like, America's on an equal rights bout right now, and I'm for it, but I want equal rights. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I want people to accept my lumpy body. There is no reason people shouldn't love me <laughs> for me. <laughs> God damn it, I'm beautiful too.
<laughs> keep trying, Avery. Keep trying. It's a good thing I'm in a relationship because wouldn't yeah. nobody fucking want me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'd be single as shit forever. <laughs> I'm too chaotic. I'm too ugly. <laughs> I'm too self-centered. You're the worst of all worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the worst person to fucking date. I mean, you're you're funny. Am I? I mean, to me, you are. To a lot of people, you are. Am I? It's just you have to, you have to find someone with a fucked up sense of humor. You know how hard that is. No, it's not. It's my not girlfriend, hard. my girlfriend now doesn't have a fucked up sense of humor enough for me. I'm pretty sure she's concerned daily. <laughs> Oh, I'm concerned daily. Okay, well. <laughs> Speaking of, you know what, Trace? Maybe you're my soulmate. Oh, no, we're not going there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. no. Hear me. <laughs> hold on. No. Hang on, hear no, me out. This is, hear me on. out here. Hear me out. What, what if we're non-romantic soulmates? What the fuck are you on about? Like, I read a thing a few weeks ago about non-romantic soulmates like your soulmate doesn't have to be a person you're romantically or sexually involved with like do, do you follow me here like what if there are people that are meant to be together but not in that traditional way everybody thinks of soulmates because we all think of soulmates as the people that you fall in love with. The person you, who you were destined to marry and be get, with for the yeah, rest of your life. Yeah, you get married to and you're supposed to be with. What if there are, in fact, non-romantic soulmates? Or your soulmate is someone you aren't supposed to be romantically involved with. So like a pet? No, not like a fucking pet. Like a friendship, you asshat. No, but think about if 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 we're going to cross the line of not even being romantically... Pets die in like 10 years. Okay, some partners do too. That's true, but we know for a fact animals are going to die before us. Okay, and? Or at least common animals. And? I don't know if you have like a turtle or some shit. That turtle's going to outlive you and like its other three owners before it fucking kicks a bucket. Okay, well what <laughs> What if there are non-romantic and non-species... Non-speciated. Um, non-species restricted soulmates. Okay, fine. I'll I'll entertain the idea of it. Okay. So so you're saying that maybe I am your non-romantic soulmate. Yes. Like we are destined to be friends for the rest of our lives, but never be like romantically or sexually involved in each other. I can see that. I I, I understand where that But like where do you're you get what I'm that. saying? Yeah, no no no, I understand where you're coming from with that. Like this shit makes sense. I think we should like get rid of the idea that our soulmate has to be somebody we fall in love with. But can you have more than one soulmate? Because what if it's a whole group of people? D is that like the entity itself? The entity of the group All of friends of a soulmate? It could be. Or is each individual person your own soulmate, which well, means you have multiple soulmates? Well, I feel like that energy would have to be reciprocated back with every person in the group. That's fair. Like if you take our group, for instance, of five different guys... You know, that energy, and it's like we all love each other in a non-sexual or romantic way. Questionable you know, on a few, but yes. We're all bros, but like <laughs> I think that energy would have to be reciprocated back and forth between each member to each other for that to work. Whereas, you know, in just a, a two-person thing, it would just have to go 
one like back and yeah, forth yeah, between yeah, yeah. two. So I think like you know a, a multi-person soulmate thing is kind of that's a lot. It, it, it's harder to achieve, but it, and it maybe would, I just in don't theory even, it would make sense. In theory, maybe I just don't even want to like think about that a whole lot. But like. <laughs> Don't feel like don't feel like using the brain today. And like I don't even know if like an interspecies thing. Like, what if I bought a chameleon? Like, I don't think a I don't even if I'm drawn to that specific animal in the store or whatever. I don't think I could call that chameleon my soulmate. I think even getting into this, we get into some weird shit. We do, we do. But here's the thing: like, some people have a very strong connection to like their dog for example because dogs are very companion oriented animals yeah so i mean they grow attached to whoever they're with so say for example you were to buy like a husky or something like that and that husky was with you no matter what happened it protected you it played with you it was it was your it was your dog yeah i mean and okay ultimately you're gonna love that dog more than you're gonna love some people well Okay, well, that's the thing. With animals, you can train them. People train things like huskies, German shepherds all the time to be loyal, loving companions by your side all the time, and they don't break that. And that's probably a little bit of nurture and nature playing into roles. Whereas with a human, that human doesn't have to give a fuck about you ever, and you can't train a human to give a shit about you. Whereas with an animal, you can train it to give a damn. Yeah, it's easier to train a dog than it would be to, quote-unquote, train a human. But you could still, quote-unquote, train a human. I mean... Humans I, are humans <clears throat> are creatures of habit. Yeah, but I don't think you could train a human for companionship. You could trick the human... You could trick them into it, yeah. You could... Well, like I can't some, say that. You can increase the odds at which that person would want to be your companion. You mean by making them not a shitty person? No, by by... Or is it like one it's, of those? It's very, it's very like sociopath behavior. But you could change the way that you act. You could change the way that you look to appeal to that person. If mm-hmm. you, if you had a specific, like I want to say target, but it's not a target. If you had one specific person in mind that you wanted to have as your friend, so it'd be like a bad romantic comedy where you completely change your life and then realize you fucking hate yourself, or because you are in fact a sociopath. Yes, but but it's possible. Granted, it's it's the path of most resistance, but still. See, but then that wouldn't technically make them your soulmate because they only love you because of the way you changed yourself. Yeah, that'd be pseudo. The way you changed yourself to be that's not really you. And then you probably need to go into a psych ward. I feel like everyone... Never mind. (laughs) I felt like I was about to get fucked up. (laughs) I was just about to say, I feel like everyone should go to a psych ward at least once. And I was like, ah, never mind. I think everybody should go to therapy. Uh, yeah, like dev, like for sure. I think everybody like just have just gets shit off your chest every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Like even if you don't need maybe the advice or like you know the counseling aspect of it, just some amount of some kind of therapy that's not to your friends to like just vent to. I'm not gonna lie, venting to a total stranger is amazing. Yeah, because they don't know you. <laughs> they don't. Know they don't you. know you. They don't know your connections. You don't even have to talk to them again. They don't even have to know your name. Exactly. Like, you could use a fake name. You can have an alias. Yeah. And just talk to a random person about your bullshit. Yeah. You got a fucking, like, elevator ride to, you know, 10 floors up in a building and some random stranger gets in and you're just like, you know what, dude? Fuck today. You want to know why? Because here's why. And then the door dings and it's like, well, nice talking to you. On with your day. I think that would be amazing. 
You're about to make a fucking market idea out of this. I know Hell right. yeah, I am. I saw the look in your eyes. I saw the glisten. I was like, okay, here we Okay, go. look. This is probably the best idea I've had that would actually help the world. Instead of just putting some weird shit out there to put on TV. Like a legitimate business. I mean, some of them can be trained professionals if people are seeking for advice. But if people just need to vent, you know, have them pay 10 bucks, come in and just get unload everything off their chest. Their past, their present, their fears, their woes, all the crazy shit that has been done. And like it'll all be confidential None of the stuff will be, you know, put out there into the world. It's just for you. Yeah, nothing's recorded or taken down as document or anything. Nope, just for you to sit there and vent. And you can sit there in front of a live person, or if you want, you can have a mirror in your room or have like a, a, a screen. A divider. Yeah, a divider. You know, be like, be like you're going to confession or something like that. Yeah, like that shit. But you don't have to worry about your creepy fucking priest reaching a hand over at you. All you gotta do is sit there and talk. And, like, you're not going to have somebody say, you are forgiven. Yeah. You don't need to be forgiven. You just need to vent. Yeah. So it's like, I think that would be a perfect idea. Honestly, I could see that being a thing because, like, smash rooms are a thing. Break yeah. rooms are a thing. To just get it out. To like, just go in there and just fucking wreck shit. What if, it's, um, a, it's, a, it's an outlet. What if you, like, combined, like, a few smash rooms with those vents? I feel like that would be too much stimuli. You, you wouldn't be able to focus. No, like, what if you could sit there and talk to a person... But then, like, you know, if you get worked up with it, just take, smash take like, a wine room. bottle or something and just hit it against a wall. Yeah, that would be... I mean, you would introduce a lot of... Um, you would introduce a lot of health and, like, safety problems with that. Mostly because I feel like if you're going to sit there. down and vent to someone, you don't need to be all dressed up and head headgear and, like, tracksuits and shit like that to protect your body in case you break something and it hits you. Oh, that's true. If you're going to vent to someone, you need to have... You know, you need to be in your own... Just casual. Just comfortable. That's fair. Maybe now, if you were to get shit off your chest and then... And then want to go smash. And then want to go, like, break some shit, then that would be that would be fine because you'd walk out of the room, get dressed, go in a room, and start, you know... Being the shit Going outside. to hell, but... This is a genius idea. <laughs> Combine therapy and... Therapeutic uh, violence. <laughs> yes, combine you know talking to a therapist and then smash rooms together this is a genius idea we have about a week before this episode comes out we need to get this going <laughs> we gotta get this one rolling that's fair <laughs> that, that is an interesting idea it'd be great it'd be better than therapy and it'd be cheaper you can make dumb shit like you can make something like that cheap as shit you could it's like i want to go to therapy i can't afford the shit i'm almost positive my insurance will not cover it you could do different things too if you want to just test it out you could have like a one-time fee or if you wanted to like do a membership thing, so people keep coming back and yeah, then all that kind of shit. Come in like once a week, just get shit off your chest. Do it a bit cheaper price too. You know, come in once, maybe it's like fifty bucks, something like that. You get to sit down for someone with, or sit down, talk to someone for about ten fifteen minutes. Go into a room, smash shit for ten fifteen minutes. I think the only problem that you could possibly run into with that is if you do have one of those psycho motherfuckers come in and are like. So, this week's been a little wild. Uh, so, I killed a man. Uh, that would be... Early yesterday. Yeah. Uh, he's cut up right now. Uh, well, just his legs. I cut his legs off. Uh, have you ever had toes? I literally had pigs in the blanket the other day. Honestly, the meat was a little chewy. He was a little bigger. You know, not as much muscle, not so lean. But it was good. It was good. I smoked it for a little bit. Fall off a of bone taste. All the way. It's great. Um, 
Yeah, I got the rest of him stuffed in my meat cooler right now with the deer. He, he's under the deer. That way, if sir, anybody looks. Sir, yes. I think we have to cut the session short. I paid for 15 minutes. I would like the 15 minutes. I think you can get the rest of your time allocated to the break room, but I don't think I can hear any more of this. You're supposed to be here for me to vent to. It's what you're here for. Now, God damn it! I paid for 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it killed a man. That is where we would He's run. He's going to make me into breakfast. Help. <laughs> he wants my breast on a sandwich. <laughs> this is not chicken. It is all white meat, though. That is where we would run into problems is with people yeah. coming in there yeah. admitting they have murdered someone. <laughs> that would be fucked. I think at that point we might lose, like, practice practicing license or something <laughs> we lose the license that we don't have what do therapists do in that situation like because i know that i it's... think that you have to i think when you go into a session no, fuck i don't want to say anything because i really have no idea how it works like i know therapy like therapists they have a con confidentiality yeah they have that so it's like unless the person has signed off for you to be able to speak to like their family about the issue like they can't say shit to anyone about it yeah you know it's supposed to be all anonymous type but thing. i don't know if they know i don't know if the people who are going to seek therapy know if there's a legality like there's a line you can't talk about any sort of uh crime or any sort of like violence or any sort of thing like that with them yeah, like if you because was... then that's uh, what is it? What's the word? I can't think of the word right now. But where you're basically like confessing to something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I feel like there's a weird gray area as it comes to that. If there are any therapists out there, or like, I feel like we have a lot of college people listening. Like a lot of any therapy majors or psychot whatever the fuck. Let us know how does that work. Can you be reported for that? At what point will you call the cops? Basically, <laughs> what's what's the define like? What's the line at which I can't cross? Yeah, like how much can I say in therapy? Can I say I beat my wife, or do I just have to say there was an altercation with my wife? <laughs> can I say that I still do it, or can I say at one point I did it, or can like I I asking for a friend hypothetically this is what's happening <laughs> like if i were to murder someone and tell you that i had murdered someone do let's, you have to report that to the say, police let's just say hypothetically now i'm not saying that this happened or is not gonna happen but hypothetically if i wanted to murder my neighbor because he stuffed a, ho a, a fucking garden hose up my dog's ass and i wanted to get back at him for it and the way to get back at him for it was to light a piece of dog shit on fire at his door, and then when he comes out, I smack him with a fucking shovel. Can I go Can, to I, can I say that? Can I say that? <laughs> In the totally hypothetical, this very specific hypothetical situation. <laughs> this hyper-realistic, very detailed... We'll call it a scenario, if you want to call it that. If I say I'm into bestiality, do you have to call PETA? Jesus! <laughs> If I, my revenge for him stuffing a garden hose up my dog's ass was for me to put my dick in his dog's ass. In front of his kids. <laughs> <or> do we, <laughs> so do we also have to contact DFAX? I'm really not sure where we stand here, sir. <laughs> and then the cops are just like... So, uh... Mr. What, Allen, what, 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 are you say, what are you saying? 
What did I say? What did I say? What did I do wrong? It was all hypothetical. <laughs> Mr. Allen, I'm going to need you to come with us, please. <laughs> wow, that'd be, that'd be fucked, man. I'm telling you, dude. When this episode releases the day after that Friday, <laughs> I'm going to have someone official at my door. <laughs> like, uh, so you talked about murdering someone because of, and I, I quote, your neighbor stuck a garden hose up your dog's ass. No, 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 no. See, my dog would murder them, so it's it's all good. <laughs> my dog would do the murdering for me. So you have a murderous dog. <laughs> You've trained your dog to murder people. No, that's not what I'm that's saying. Not shit. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Cuff me. Cuff me. Just take me in. <laughs> like, I give up. Excuse me, sir. On episode 14 of your podcast, fuck. Just take me. I'm done. <laughs> so about this. I can't podcast, even... whatever you heard, fucking book me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 we're looking for your host. Oh, he'll be here in like 30 minutes. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'll pull up. There will be two undercover cops. Just being like, yeah, we're just working on the gutters. We listen to your podcast. He's <laughs> just like, fuck, in the car. It's like, shit, they're here. <laughs> you burst out half naked. Avery, run. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> Why am I half naked? I'm expecting you to show up. Why am I half naked? Is it not one of the, wait, what day what day are we talking <laughs> We're about? We're talking about non-romantic soulmates, motherfucker. Shit! I have a confession. <laughs> you remember that time in Helen? Well, I didn't know how... Well, I didn't know that... I thought you were the pillow and... <laughs> Jesus, fuck. I thought it was a body pillow, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a body pillow, all right. I was squishy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, we still need to talk about that trip. That was fun. We have in like four different episodes. It's just we've, been spaced we've out. We've referenced stories. We haven't told the entire thing in one go. No, but I, I'm pretty sure our listeners can piece it together at this <laughs> Probably. Point. Basically, it was a fucked up fun night. I puked in a tub. And on a... And a toilet. And on a patio. And in a trash can. In the sink. Did I puke in the sink? Uh, not in the sink. You puked in the sink. No, I didn't. You spit up in the sink. Yeah. There was a lot of... I vomited a lot. You did. I only had like one meal. Yeah, but, that's where you went wrong. But there were chunks everywhere. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how there were that many... You just, you just got way too fucked up. To the point that, like, <laughs> you were sitting down and still spinning. Yeah, it was. That was fun. I thought it was a helicopter. <laughs> you got motion sick, probably. That's for sure. All right, so we're going off this weekend, right? If you could be a candle, what flavor would you be? No, flavor... What? Candles aren't flavored. If you could be a candle, what kind of scent would you be? There you go. What smells like angst? Cigarettes and regret. Yeah, there we go. That would be my scent, cigarettes and regret. Honestly, it would just be like a bunch of paper and tobacco leaves kind of layered up in there, um, and then probably a little bit of lemon drop on the top. <laughs> you know, it, it, the lemon drop is just spread out. It's kind of layered in there, you know, to try and mask the smell of, like, a person who's 12 packs deep by noon. But Jesus. I, I think that would pretty sort of That's pretty a feat. Well. Yeah. I'm sure there are people I mean, that do it. You're smoking a fucking a cart. How not much? a cart, but like a box, like every hour <laughs> from midnight to noon. That'd be wild. Wait, what? No. 
if you're 12 packs in, you're smoking a pack an hour if you wake from up at, midnight to noon. Yeah, but who the fuck is awake from midnight to noon? Night shift workers. God, working night shift. Have you ever had to work a night shift? A couple times, yeah. Bro, they suck. It's not fun. Well, the, the day before, it's all right, but like you basically lose the day right after your night shift. Pretty much, yeah. Because like, you just go home and you go or to sleep. Or you lose the day before if you sleep to prepare for it. Yeah. Which is like is garbage. Yeah, because I, then like <clears throat> you fuck up, your sleep schedule's fucked, and then the next couple of days it's really hard to try and recover from that. And then usually night shift workers work the shittiest hours. Yeah, like they go in at eight p.m. and don't get off till six a.m. Yep. Like what kind of who the fuck designed that system? When I did, I did an overnight a couple times over at um over at Nike when I used to work there. I went in at seven. Yeah, I think I went in at 7 at night, and I didn't leave until, like, 4 or 5 that morning. See, like, that's fucking ridiculous. It was very weird. Even on, even for, like, warehouse <clears throat> workers, working that long is garbage. Yeah. I feel like it's not really a, a third, a true third shift. <laughs> there needs to be some kind of mediation in there. Isn't that what unions are supposed to be for? To keep people from overworking like a mofo? Probably, maybe. I don't know if there is like a warehouse workers union. I don't know. I'm sure there is. I mean, I feel like if you were to sign up for that, you wouldn't be working day shift and night shift. You would purely be night shift. Oh, yeah, you would. But that would still be like kind of trash, you know? It would. Because you'd, you'd work like 10, 12 hours a day. But maybe they like off offload it, maybe. Like you like work. four days on, three days off? Yeah, something Some, like that. Okay. I guess that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, you might like <clears throat> Monday, Tuesday at the beginning of the week, and then you know Thursday or Honest, something like that, and then a weekend day. Honestly, like that doesn't sound terrible if you're working like ten hours a day, four days a week, and then you got three off. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'd love that kind of schedule. It'd be kind of weird though because everyone else is pretty much working traditional, you know, nine to five shit during the week monday through friday yeah it'd be very hard to correlate if you wanted to hang out with someone because oh, the is. only time that they would have ha- have off is during the week and on the weekend but you can't do it during the week because you're working night shift and oh it, it's if a, you were to do it during the weekend then you'd have to stay up during it, the day for that it's a weird fucking schedule like you have to keep with stuff like that like i used to work 12 hour days at the office three days a week and, like, it, it sucked. I didn't do anything after work. I'd work 8 to 8. And after that, I mean, yeah, it's an office job. I'm on my ass, but I don't feel like doing shit afterwards. It definitely, it's weird because it wears you out. <clears throat> because you just get, I think it's a lack of stimuli that just It is, it and, you're bored. You. and your brain is just like, fuck, I don't want to do nothing. I'd work that all day on the computer. I'd go home. I wouldn't look at my TV, phone, computer. I wouldn't want to look at shit. Yeah. I would want to just stare at my pillow and then probably jerk off a little bit. Like, just pass out, you know? You can only take so much. And it's like, and it makes it hard as shit to schedule things because people you know might be working, you know, like a closing shift or something. Or, like, they have an overnight, so you're just out of fucking luck to do stuff with people. Yeah. Other than on the days you're off. And on the days you're off, you're probably busy handling your bullshit. Yeah, because you still have other shit that you need to do. Like, for me, it was always class and errands. Like, I ended up doing my grocery shopping or cooking for the next day. And it's like my whole day was spent doing other bullshit that I have to do. And then on the days off, you're just like, well, fuck. 
I just I, I I again don't want to feel like doing anything. I don't want to do I don't want to do shit. I have this money. I could go somewhere, have a nice time, maybe have a nice meal. But I just want to sit around and not do jack shit. It's really fucked up. It's a slippery slope. It's this bullshit capitalist fucking society that America has pushed onto all Here of we us. Go again. And I'm fucking tired of it. Sorry, I had a breakdown. <laughs> You all can't see it, but I just destroyed this fucking room. <laughs> There's a hole in the wall. I plugged a flashlight in somewhere. <laughs> the mattress is on fire in the corner. <laughs> we should probably put that out before it reaches the ceiling. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, It's just the top of your house. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Heat rises. It's not going to go down. Yeah, like it's fine. Like, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a dry season, I think, right now. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck kind of season we're in right now, but it's it's hell. It's we're, hot. We're in Georgia season. That's what we're it's in. It's hot. It's humid, and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of this shit. I want it to be winter all so, year round. I, I'm telling you, dude, just move up north. Move to Rhode Island. I feel like you would like that. I'm I'm moving somewhere colder. It, it's small. It's cold most of the year. And there's lots of boats. I think. I think. I think. Isn't. Rhode Island on their own coast? Aren't they like a port city or something? I don't know. I know Rhode Island's just the smallest state. I know, and I think that like it's a port city. I don't know why, but some I feel like a port city would appeal to you. Why is that? I don't know. Do I seem like a port city person? I seem like a boat guy. You seem like you would like to spend time on a boat. Like just Boats casually. are fun. Like I would like to spend time on a boat. I can see that. Yeah. Just casually. I could also see you just living out your days in a van somewhere, but... Dude, I'm telling you, I'm all for buying a fucking RV and just traveling. If I could do that right now, that'd be amazing. I'd just work from home and work from my RV and travel the countryside. I could definitely see you doing that. I would totally do that. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> You good? Is everything okay? I just got really lightheaded. Yo, it's really fucking bright in here. <laughs> you just told me it was dark in here earlier. Are you dying? Do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? There is no light. There is only pain. Okay. Is it okay if the light is red and orange and it's kind of flickering? Yeah, you're oh, fuck. I'm going to hell. Yeah, I was about to say, you're going to hell there, bud. It tastes like a donut. Water? Yeah, I don't know why. It tastes like a donut. Anyway... Sorry about that. <clears throat> You're fucking okay. <laughs> um, Trey's, it's almost July. Tomorrow is July? How many days are there in June? 30? 30 or 31. Uh, I think it's 30. Maybe, I don't know. It is 30. Yes. Tomorrow is July. Yeah, tomorrow is fucking July. We are halfway through the year. I don't know if this year has been really long or really fast. I feel like it was really long up until March. And then once March hit, it was just like, okay, April, June, May, June. See, for me, it kind of feels like March and April and like the last week of February and the first week of May. I feel like all that time, that collective 10 weeks just kind of really just dragged the fuck out. Yeah. But then January was like, boom. And then May was like, boom. And June is like, boom. And we're in fucking July already. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy to me. 
Do you think it's just because we're getting older that time seems to be moving faster? Maybe. Like, because I know that's a thing. Usually, I feel like when you have something to base time off of, like it seems to go fast. It seems like it has happened faster. Like uh, I hear people with kids say it, it feels like time is flying all the time because they'll look at their kids and be like, fuck, you are big now. Yeah, they're growing up. Yeah, like, for instance, with my niece, like, I used to see her, like, every few months, and it's like, every time I see her, she's already grown an inch or two. Yeah. It has more hair, and, like, it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> so, like, I feel like if you have something to base your time off of, maybe, like, classes, kids, animals, relationships for some pre- people, I guess, you know, it just seems like it runs faster. But weird. then you've also got those people who you take those same factors, and they attribute it to time just dragging on. And on and on and on. I feel like class does that. Like, a lot of people who are in school have that issue. People who are not in good relationships, it happens to. God, it's weird. Time is a weird thing. Time is a very weird thing. It's this weird, wobbly, wibbly-wobbly thing. But it's not, because it's constant. I don't like it. I'm just going to choose to exist outside of time. Oh, are you now? I'm going to be How, a... how are you going to accomplish that? I'm just going to go be a monk. They're still restrained to the concepts and all that shit of time, though. Yeah, but they don't matter. Well... I'm just going to shave my head and live my life as a monk. I'm going to shave my head, sit in a robe. I'd be in a robe all day, dude. Commando as fuck. Like, nothing... Ma- like, that'd be amazing. That'd I'm be just s- going to sit in the middle of an empty room and think all day. I could not do that. I, I, I want to try it. I couldn't. I want to find a monastery that will let me live their life for, like, a month. I couldn't. I feel like that would be so incredible. I don't think I could. I'd give it a shot. I don't know how far I would get with it, but I'd give it a shot. I, I know I could. What I want to do, do you know that um the silent room? Like mm-hmm. the very soundproof room? Yeah, where like you can hear your blood flow. I want to sit in there. I do too. And, feel out, and figure out how far I can go. Isn't the longest time somebody's been in there like five minutes? No, it's been like five. 40 has it 46 i don't know i watched a video on a guy who sat in there for close to an hour i believe but i really want to do that i feel like something like that could drive you absolutely insane it could if you're if you don't keep yourself grounded because i feel like you would start losing perception of things you would lose the perception of shit that's going on around you Mm -hmm. because technically nothing is going on around you there's no time. There's no screen. Yeah. There's no instead of just... instead of living in that room, you start living within yourself because you start hearing everything that's going on, and then your thoughts get more loud. Your the inner voice starts screaming instead of you know just whispering. It's very weird. I think I would absolutely lose my fucking mind in there. I feel like it would be fun though. I would either lose my mind or truly achieve enlightenment. <laughs> you you would go completely off the rails or transcend onto another plane. <laughs> yeah, like I'm either hitting Gandhi levels or I'm turning into the fucking Joker. <laughs> like there is no in between. Like is that, that a risk you're willing to take? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Avery you knew dies in that room, and a new man comes out. Nope. For better or for worse. Well, Joker or Gandhi for, for better. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm a revolutionary. <laughs> Damn. So, you know, either way, I think we need to get this going. <laughs> Am I going to be a godsend or an anarchist? I feel like being the anarchist would be a lot more fun. Being a... Mm, or at least for the people around me to watch. Being an anarchist. It depends on what you're what you're revolutionizing against. Everything. Uh, oh. 
revolting against whatever the fuck stands in your way. Yeah, pretty much. Eh. The government, gender norms, the the man, the media, everything. I'm just against it all. Fuck it. <laughs> the man. The man. You're like one of the fucking hippies. It's the man, bro. You'd be. They're such trying a good, to you'd hold be, us. You'd be such a good fucking. Hippie. They're trying to hold us back. You'd be such a good hippie. I feel like I am. A Hawaiian pretty. shirts and tie dye. <laughs> You've already got your hair in like a very small bun. I. I used to. You got to get the very circular glasses and the like big, the shit that uh, John Lennon used to wear. And like a bigger beard. Or just shave it. Yeah. Yeah. Or e- either big beard or clean shaven. Or have like a mean goatee. Ooh, I could do that. Like a long one? Yeah. Yeah. Like a very long one. That'd be awesome. Very long braided goatee. Oh, I got to braid it too? Yeah. That's what's up. I would totally do that shit. And all you do <laughs> is just sit around in your Chacos, very loose-fitting shorts, and a very Hawaiian short. or tie-dye shirt. Very short, loose-fitting shorts. Yep. And just smoke a shit ton of pot. Honestly, that sounds pretty nice. <laughs> sounds like a really chill life to live. <laughs> I've always... I've always told people I'm the angriest hippie you will ever fucking meet. Yeah, you're the, you're the hippie that yells at people. I like being that person. Yeah, like, I feel like you'd be the person to, like, pick up acoustic guitar. Or not, not even that. You'd pick up some, like, you'd have you'd be sitting on the side of the road with a fucking didgeridoo or some shit like that. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah, wah. That'd be <laughs> insane. I'd love to do that. And then someone just passes by and like like barely like come close to your fucking instrument. You're just like, hey, hey, fucker, give me some fucking change. Get a I job. Didn't say, I didn't say you were homeless. I just said that you were a hippie. I'd still be getting some change. And then when they're like, get a job, I'll be like, fuck the man. I don't need no fucking job. I don't have the man controlling me. It'd be that kind of shit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this has been. This has been, this has been a, one hell of an episode. This has been a ride. <laughs> Every single one of them has. This has been a ride. I don't think any of them have been enjoyable. <laughs> and I'm ready to get off. Okay. <laughs> we can do that. This will come out after the 4th, so uh, fuck all your 4th of Julys. Well, I'll go on the other end of that and say happy Independence Day. It's going to come go out. Go drink some beer. This is going to come out after. Party at a pool and well, this is coming out. shit. This is coming out after the fourth well then i hope you had fun drinking being in a pool and shooting shit don't get anyone pregnant have a good weekend this has been Evolution Failed Us podcast.